Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Hello everyone, how's everyone doing? I am Anwar, one of the hosts for Buang Mulut Podcast ni uh, Usually there's Takahara Suiko in one of these episodes Unfortunately, she won't be joining us in this episode Because uh, she's uh, touring Europe and uh, she's wrapping it up uh, now And uh, she'll be back later this week and uh, the next episode will have her back again. I look forward to that. I hope you guys are also looking forward to it. Uh, but in this episode, I'll just have a conversation with you. Uno an uno. I don't know. Mano a mano. One to one. Fast to fast. It's just you and me, baby. And also the questions that I got from the Insta question sticker that I sent out earlier in time. I sent it out last night before going to bed. And now I have a handful of questions that I can uh, answer. And I'll be going through all these questions uh, throughout this episode. So... Before I get into the questions, I want to remind you that Naib Johan Music Festival is happening at Oasis Damansara starting 3pm this Saturday, 3rd of August 2019. Pas are playing, Hectic are playing, Milo Dinosaur are playing, Lust are playing, and a whole bunch of other bands are also playing. And I'm very excited to be playing and also to be uh, watching all these other wonderful local bands tear the stage up. Uh, so, yeah, see you there. It's going to be fun. It's going to be nice. I'm going to be listening to a lot of uh, local songs throughout this week. Uh, and we'll see. we'll see how that goes. And I hope everyone has fun and everyone comes and uh, have, has a good time. This next question, this next question, because... Uh, the first question came from myself, I guess. This first question comes from uh, Kiha93. Dari mana belajar buat lawak? Well, <laughs> I don't know. Saya, I mean, saya tak rasa macam saya ni seorang yang naturally funny. Saya tak rasa macam membesar. Saya bukanlah orang di dalam my friend group or even my family yang percaya buat orang lain lawak. Eh, berjaya buat orang lain lawak Berjaya buat orang lain gelak Selalunya orang lain akan Menyebabkan keketawaan And I'm just there to enjoy it uh, Dan my family sendiri I think the the funniest person Or at least the person who Successfully makes everybody laugh all the time uh, Was my father My father Selalu buat lawak dekat orang uh, whenever, Wherever he goes Macam to us Kami budak-budak Ataupun Bila ada family gathering Macam kenuri ke apa Ataupun bila balik kampung He he, he makes jokes And uh, is a funny dude Macam my first uh, Experience with Seeing somebody who Can make people laugh Almost all of the time Is my father and um, I think he passed down his uh, ability to be funny uh, gene, if there is such a thing, to my brother. My uh, I'm the first in the family, the first child, the second one, boy. I think boy is the funniest of us four brothers. And uh, he has the ability as well. He can make 
you know us brothers laugh he can make his parents laugh our parents laugh he can make you know uncles and cousins laugh so and it's very i don't know i don't know if it's very easy for him but it seems very easy for him to make people laugh and uh, i try and try and fail and fail and uh, it's weird but i i i never saw myself as a funny person i i, I never even much um tried to be seen as a funny person up until probably I started listening to Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast in 2014, if I'm not mistaken. In 2014, I started listening to Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast. And um, the host, Scott Ackerman, um, punya brand of humor, really much um, kind of resonated with me. Uh, the <laughs> How he creates comedy is by, you know, willfully misunderstanding people and make you know taking words and bringing about different meanings to them and going along with that i, I don't know if you can understand this but macham uh his way of making comedy happen or at least that brand of comedy happen quote unquote comedy I don't know if why I'm putting him down, but because he's one of my inspirations, you got. But I saw the way that he tried to make jokes and the way he tried to listen to people in order to make jokes happen, and, and I thought, "Hey, hey, this is this is great, and and this is the thing I can do." You know, uh, I'd like to think that my ability to listen is is good, and I'd like to think that I can take words and twist them into different meanings uh, and that's that's how I try to do it and I think from starting to listen to that I started much like, um, really trying to make other people laugh and uh, you know it's not a very successful endeavor on my part I don't think but I do try uh, and uh, you know we're here I guess because when I started making videos in 2010 I was immediately I immediately wanted to make people laugh also I didn't make videos that were super serious uh, yeah my first handful of videos were always had me trying to you know make people laugh in some way and put in jokes in there in in some way so i guess you know from uh being exposed to funny people such as my father and my brother and being exposed to funny content such as films and uh you know sketch comedy and stuff like that mr bean and friends and whose line is it anyway and all of those things sort of culminate in me wanting to make other people laugh as well. Hmm. All right. I hope I answered that question. Uh, next question comes from Wishfish. Uh, sambal ikan bilis with crunchy or soft ikan bilis? I'm more of a soft ikan bilis kind of guy. Uh, I like ikan bilis yang comes with the sambal macam sambal tu ada ikan bilis di dalamnya instead of sambal ikan sam, uh, sambal sebelah ikan bilis sebelah I don't uh, I'm not 
the biggest fan of that. I can eat that, but I prefer ikan bilis yang dimasak dengan sambal and uh, yeah, gogol tu dengan nasi lemak tu kan. Ooh, baby boy. Next question daripada my cousin Fatin Aziz. Boba milk tea on start ons. I saya tak beli lah boba milk tea. Saya mungkin pernah beli like dua atau tiga cawan boba milk tea. But now saya dah cuba untuk bukan cuba. <laughs> saya sedang berusaha lah I guess untuk tak beli boba langsung. And whenever I consume it, saya saya dapat daripada orang lain. Macam orang lain beli, and then saya pause sikit, saya minum sikit. And that's the only way I want to consume boba selepas ni. Semalam nak beli mahai. And also, banyak gula. Oof. Next question, Yasmin Arisa. How to get over a guy that was never yours, but you were and still are really good friends? Get over a guy that was never yours. So uh, the situation is, uh, you're friends with this person and you have feelings for them, and I guess uh, the feelings were never reciprocated, and you feel kind of the uh, the uh, heartbroken lah because of that. Which I'm oh oh no, I have all these feelings. How come you don't have all these feelings to me? back um have i ever been in that kind of a situation i have i have really liked someone but uh they didn't like me back and um it wasn't nice and it was awkward because that person was a classmate and i had to see them all the time uh but uh i wouldn't describe our relationship as being really good friends which i'm They had their circle going on, and I had whatever I had going on. I don't wouldn't, wouldn't describe it as a circle. Uh, but how do you get over that? I think um, you you kind of have to think about it in a different way. Much um, the feelings that you have for the person don't feel like you are owed those feelings back, or I don't know. I don't I don't know if you feel like you are owed. Uh, I I wouldn't assume that, but. I feel like to a certain extent, you're kind of sad that they don't feel uh, a very specific kind of way towards you. Uh, but you do get to be friends with them and you do get to be around them for a while. You want that relationship to be romantic, but it's not. Uh, and I guess you kind of have to slowly but surely be okay with that be okay with being in their life and being able to bring some kind of joy to their life in whatever capacity that you can um for let's say uh for friends of mine i i really like that i am a part of their life in some way because then i can contribute to their life in some way I can, you know, give them gifts or give them a joke or, you know, forward them a funny tweet or a tweet that I think is funny or memes and um, make their life a little bit more enjoyable and have them um, be okay with me existing <laughs> in their life uh, in some capacity or in the capacity that I am. Um, 
be okay with not being romantic partners with a person because um, you're not going to be romantic partners with a whole bunch of people. Most people in the world, you're not going to be romantic partners with, including that person, lah, including the person that's your friend. And that's fine. There are so many more people out there who can, who have the potential to be romantic partners with you and who might reciprocate your romantic feelings that you have uh, to them back. And, and macam, be okay with uh, your relationship with that person being like this. Okay, this relationship with, the, with this person is going to be like this. And it has certain boundaries and it has certain, you know, positive attributes as well and that's fine and you're going to be okay with that uh, it's going to be difficult at first but lama kelamaan you're going to be cool with it and you you uh, you're going to open your heart up <laughs> i guess to other people and uh, you know allow for different possibilities to happen with uh, different people but you know for the most part i i guess i try to uh, bring a positive impact to the people I like in my life. So if you like this person, you know, try to bring a positive impact to their lives. Lah. Macam, uh, yeah, I don't know. Also, be very open to uh, not listening to my advice at all. Because what do I know? Uh, next question, Kistina Zainer. Hey, uh, what, who are your favorite comedians and why? Right now, I'm listening to a whole lot of Eddie Izzard. A whole lot of meaning. I've listened to probably three albums. Three stand-up comedy albums from them. I really like his style of stand-up comedy and his brand of stand-up comedy. It's very much... Um, he gives a voice to a lot of things. Uh, people, elements, chairs can have voices in his stuff. Cats and dogs. He really likes talking about cats and dogs, uh, and it's really cool and really silly and really funny. And uh, sometimes he makes <laughs> uh, weird political statements as well. But it's all it's all it's always very funny, <laughs> and it's very cool. Um, I also like uh, uh, like I said that D Scott Scott Ackerman. I really like Paul F. Tompkins. I really like. Lauren Lapkus, I really like uh, Mike Falzone, I really like everyone from the Valley Folk, which is Steve Zaragoza, Joe Beretta, Lee Newton, and Elliot Morgan. I really like uh, Tina Fey, I really like Amy Poehler. I can list down comedians the whole damn time. Uh, 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 but... Yeah, Ben Schwartz, oh my gosh. Thomas Middleditch, oh goodness gracious, I love them. Uh, I also really like uh, Tignataro, Rhea Butcher, oh my goodness, Rhea Butcher, Gene uh, uh, Villapique for some reason, uh, little Janet Varney. Uh, too, too many to list down, I think. But my, my top... I've I've been also been listening to a lot of Mark Maron lately for some reason, um, but my top, which I'm the most influential funny people that have been most influential to me in my life right now, I would have to say Scott Ackerman, Paul F. Tompkins, 
and Mike Falzone. Uh, they're all white, straight men. So, oh, uh, judge me, please. Judge me for it. Uh, and why? Um, uh, uh, it's just, uh, on the surface, I consume most of their media a lot. Mm, Scott Alkerman, I listen to Comedy Bang Bang a lot. Uh, I listen to the new episode every Monday all the time. It always brings a smile to my face when a new episode is uploaded. And I also explained that a thing he does all the time and the method that he uses to create comedy is a thing that I can do, or at least I think I can do, and I try to do all the time. And I think it's funny. <laughs> and uh, I haven't gotten tired of it yet. Paul F. Tompkins is uh, a, a lot similar. I like that he listens a lot. I, I like that he's very taliti about his listening and uh, making sure that no potentially funny thing goes through the cracks uh, and he is very proby and he's very much um, uh, I like him in his uh, improvised roles a lot and he's very very good at that and uh, next up Mike Falzone I've been watching Mike Falzone videos since 2011 probably 2010 2011 and I've continued to consume the stuff that he makes, especially his podcast that he does with his wife, Zoya, uh, called, oh, what, what's it called? Uh, Welcome to Our Podcast. Um, and uh, also uh, a podcast that he does with Steve Zaragoza called Dynamic Banter is also very, very funny. Um, and I, I don't know, he, he, he is also uh, uh, a comedian yang tanya banyak soalan and... and Tapi kebanyakan komedian also tanya banyak soalan. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just like his voice, and I I like um, his perspective. Is is at the same time no bullshit, but also very kind. He he. Dia macam balances no bullshitness and being a very kind human being very well uh, in his podcast, especially and his YouTube videos as well. And I like his perspective. I like the way he sees things, and uh, that's very cool. Uh, another comedian that uh, I've jumped on, you know, he's been around forever, but I only jumped on in, you know, his train, uh, his bandwagon, Tahuni, Conan O'Brien. Oh my goodness, Conan O'Brien is such a funny person. And um, I started being a fan of him from uh, a quote unquote real fan. <laughs> I'm comfortable calling myself a fan of Conan O'Brien after I listen to his podcast. La. His podcast is relatively new. It's called Conan Needs a Friend. And it's on uh, Earwolf and also Team Coco. It's, uh, you can listen to it wherever you get a podcast. But, you know, uh, just from the interviews, I know that he's a very silly guy. He uh, He is funny. 
he can make a lot of things funny he can he puts on a character and when when he puts on a character yang yang very very mean and evil when it's very very forgivable because we know that he's just being silly and he's just being fun and he's just doing it because he thinks it can make people laugh and then after it makes people laugh and then he uh, comes out with a little bit of sincerity but then goes back to uh, the funny bits and, and I like uh, um yeah i i like my comedians kind <laughs> uh, yeah i like my comedians who are who it, it's very easy to hear that they're They just like being silly, and also it's very obvious that they're kind people. Uh, and I think Scott Ackerman, Paul F. Tompkins, Mike Falzone, and also Conan O'Brien tick those boxes. They're also they also tick the boxes of you know straight white men in America. So hey, uh, next question: Hujur, what do you think of mob mentality? Um. Yeah, mob mentality has uh, received a bad rap over the years, uh, especially uh, in regards to the Italian mob. I guess. Uh, uh, say hello to my little friend. Uh, but I don't know. We have. I kind of my personally try to guard against mob mentality, which am I try to ask questions about what I think and what I. Say I think, and try to get to um, questioning why I think what I think. Do I think a certain thing just because everybody else is also thinking that thing? Um, what is influencing me in order to arrive at these thoughts and conclusions? And uh, try to be critical about myself so that I guard against you know quote unquote mob mentality, so that I don't just follow the flow if the flow is flowing towards something destructive or negative or hurtful potentially hurtful to people i don't want to hurt you know so uh yeah i think i guess that's what i think about mob mentality uh next question from muzakir uh friend of the pod friend of myself when will you be doing stand up next I don't know. I want to, uh, but want does not equal doing. Uh, I need to, you know, make three minutes happen on paper first. I don't know. I, I feel like I need to write lah. I, it's there. There are shackles that I give myself, which I'm right before you go on stage. If you think you don't need to write. Well, you know, you as in Anwar lah. I'm talking to myself here. If you don't think you need to write when before you go on stage, you're wrong, Anwar. You need to write before you go on stage. Uh, and uh, I don't know. That writing bit has been rather tough lately. I don't know why it's so tough. Maybe because I'm not a funny person. Ho 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 ho. But I definitely, you know, next Tuesday. That I have three minutes to say on microphones. I will. I hope it happens sooner rather than later. Cause goodness gracious, it's been a while. Next question comes from 
Fatona Arifin. How, when, why you joined the Lucky? I joined the Lucky in September 2018. I was looking for a job at the time and I uh, submitted my resume to uh, Fly FM. Then a person from the Lucky, the person who would be the uh, kepala of the Lucky, fished out my resume from the Fly FM pile and thought like, hey, this person knows how to make videos. And then I joined the team and then we launched in October last year. And uh, we're making videos uh, ever since. Uh, how? When? Why? Because uh, uh, I need a job. <laughs> I need a, a paying job. Uh, but also because um, it's making stuff that I like making it's videos it's you know uh, jokes sometimes it's uh, videos that I don't see other people making I think for for the most part uh, or at least not in the way that we make them and uh, I, I think uh, we have something to contribute to the people who watch lah. I, I don't think any of our videos is a waste of time I, that, that's my perspective anybody can feel differently of course but I guess that's why la, I continue to be in the lucky is because I kind of think that it's worth doing I think um, you know I'm working out a muscle that I find valuable and I would like to get stronger at doing it you know producing videos being in front of camera and also writing writing content and writing jokes and stuff like that and i do want to get better at that so yeah uh next question comes from ayn saari why is it so hard to move on and how to asterisk he was a jerk why is it so hard to move on and how to i i think it's hard to move on because you you've allowed this other person to be such a big part of your life and once you know if if your life is like a pie chart you kind of sliced a significant portion dedicated for that person and catering to that person and thinking about that person and tiba tiba that person is no longer uh you know, a part of you or your life. And jadi macam that pie, tiba-tiba jadi lopong. The slice that he occupied, tiba-tiba jadi tak ada. And you're kind of this uh, unbalanced circle. And you're this Pac-Man-y kind of circle. And kalau dia berpusing, dia macam gedugung-gedugung sikit ke tempat yang sepatutnya ada that slice of that person. Um, but it's good that you realize that that person was a jerk, and I think that's why they uh, you moved on for that person, and and you realize that uh, not being with that person anymore is a good thing. Um, but it's gonna be tough because it's like any any other thing that occupies a big chunk of your life, lah. Let's say you. Uh, for for a long, 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 long time in your life, you have your smartphone with you, right? You look at it all the time and you do stuff on it all the time. And then tiba-tiba, 
you don't have a smartphone anymore. Imagine, imagine. It's not going to happen, but it's, you just imagine. So the first few moments or in time, you're going to miss it because it was such a big part of your life. And, you know, naturally, you, you know, uh, but lama-kelamaan, uh, okay, before the kelamaan-kelamaan, you're going to look for your phone and teringat, oh, aku tak ada phone. You're also going to macam look at other people who have phones and say macam, oh, they, those people have phones. Isn't it wonderful to have phones? Even though you admit that to yourself that macam you having your phone wasn't good, your phone wasn't good to you. Uh, uh, other people have phones and I want a phone. Um, but Lama kelamaan, you're going to fill that time that you spent, you know, with your phone with other things. You're gonna read books and you're gonna watch YouTube videos on your computer or laptop. You're gonna uh, go hiking. <laughs> you're gonna learn how to play bass guitar. You're going to, you know, vacuum your house. And lama kelamaan, the times that you spent with your phone, you do other things. And, you know, before you know it, uh, sooner or later, usually later, uh, you're going to not miss the phone as much, you know, and and you know just allow yourself that first three or four days, you know, one week or whatever, to miss and to macam oh sedihnya tak ada but after that. Get busy, yeah. Get 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 really busy. Get really busy doing other things uh, that enrich yourself and make yourself a better person, or at least acquire skills that you want to acquire and learn stuff that you want to learn and spend your time being preoccupied with your own concerns and your own self development. And uh, you're once in a while you're gonna get pangs of. Macam kerinduan, and that happens, I guess, uh, happens with everything. Macam, I have moved out of Sydney for a lot of years now. 2012 was the last time. So seven years I've been in Malaysia from Sydney. But I miss it every now and again. You know, sekali sebulan, sekali dua bulan. I'll just be reminded of Sydney. And then macam, oh, bestnya Sydney. Wasn't it good? But you 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 move on and, you know, you miss it for a little bit, you know, three or four minutes or an hour or so, and then you move on. And then you do what you have to do to, to survive in this world. And I think, yeah, just try to keep busy. I hope you get to getting busy. Next question comes from Fadli, I guess. Uh, Fadli says, uh, please create satu club untuk orang yang sekepala dengan the lucky show so that uh, boleh uh, cari jodoh or something. I don't know. Tajuk dia. Eh, tajuk dia pula dah. Uh, video dia. Soalan dia. Soalan dia sangat panjang. We can know each other. Ha, sebenarnya nak cari jodoh. Please help our fallen brothers. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't know how to like, what a club of any kind. I tried. I tried making a book club, the uh, he a, a library, 
uh, we would meet up in the library yang dekat dengan uh, Shah Alam and we would uh, uh, talk about books every month or so uh, but unfortunately I, I don't think that it, I wouldn't categorize it as a raving success because you know after nine or ten months everything just fizzled out and now we just don't do it anymore and uh, luckily tak ada apa pun so macam I think if I were to make a kelak untuk the lucky ni pun it would be the same um, I don't know man kalau umpah nak buat satu online community umpah buat lah but I don't I don't know how I would do it because you know Pembikinan kelab tu sesuatu yang bukanlah senang and uh, memerlukan masa and I don't think uh, I would want to invest in that uh, but if you guys want to do it go ahead you know invite me even I'll I'll be a participant sure tapi untuk jadi seorang initiator not good I'm not that guy good <laughs> next question Akmal Hakim tak lawak Where would you go for a month-long vacation if you had a lot of money? I would go to Los Angeles or New York. I would occupy my time watching and trying to learn as much about uh, improvised comedy and stand-up comedy, also theater, uh, for my whole stay. Macam that whole month, 30 hari itu, sekurang-kurangnya kena pergi 30 show improvised comedy or stand-up comedy or theater yeah that that's what i would do i would just want to watch a lot of shows and learn about long-form improv about stand-up comedy culture be better at it and stuff like that um next question next question 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 from hello it's illy hello it's illy Best advice you've been given. Oh my goodness, this is a this is a tough one because uh, I don't usually remember the advice that I'm given. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know if anybody ever gave this piece of advice to me. I think Ayman Azlan sort of said it once at a forum that I happen to be also be speaking in, but. He said, um, "People aren't talk. People aren't thinking about you, so do whatever you want." And I don't think he said it in those words. I think that's what I said in my head to myself. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, people aren't thinking about you. So just do la, do the things that you want to do la, because nobody cares about you. Or at least nobody cares about me. <laughs> uh, you know, because I guess when I was younger, I kind of had this feeling that people were obsessing about me and people were, macam, whenever I w- went up in front of the public uh, in stage, uh, people would scrutinize my every word and movement and, you know, eye contact or whatever my sweats they would count them or whatever uh, 
Tapi you know, uh, after a while I realized how I behaved as uh, an audience member or as a person existing in the world. Am I thinking about that speaker? Am I thinking about that other person or whoever other person it is? No, most of the time I'm thinking about myself. <laughs> I'm inherently in my brain very selfish in nature. I'm thinking about myself a lot. And uh, turns out other people are the same way. Other people think about themselves a whole bunch more than they think about anybody else. So uh, even when you're speaking in front of an audience, they're thinking about themselves. They're not thinking about you in particular. They're probably listening to you and trying to respond to what you're thinking, but uh, to what you're saying, but they're primarily concerned about themselves. And so that was kind of freeing to me. It was kind of freeing. It was very freeing to me. So now I don't have to think about them wondering about what they're thinking about because they're thinking about themselves. I already know that. They're not, they're not really concerned about me. So I, I have the freedom to do whatever because they're, you know, people, people don't care. And I think that's one of the best realizations that I've had and it was the most, one of the most freeing realizations that I had that I could, you know, stop worrying about what other people were thinking about me because they weren't for the most part next question Adila please if you could ask one thing from people who is not around dead what and who hmm. I would want to learn you know middle aged Arabic and I would like to ask a uh, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam I would want to ask him so tell me about yourself you know whatever that would be in arabic and I want mention please be very very specific from the very beginning to the very end uh please don't worry about taking up too much of my time because I have all the time in the world please take 24 hours to talk about this thing that is you from beginning to end please that would that would be what I would like lah so that you know a lot of things could <laughs> a lot of things I think could be solved the disputes that we have uh, in this Muslim community that we have could be solved by having a good you know 24 hour podcast with Nabi Muhammad sallallahu and I could, you know, just listen to what he has to say about a lot of things, uh, from Daripada when he was born to uh, his uh, usia lanjut. I think that would be fun. That would be nice. Uh, would be very informative and very useful to hari ini. Uh, Next question, Shahira Fadil. Sampai tahap mana kita patut terima flaws seseorang tu? Jenis flaws yang patut atau tak patut terima? Sampai tahap mana kita patut terima flaws seseorang tu? Um, to the point that uh, they, or at least this is how I try to view it lah. Macam asalkan 
uh, any flaws that a person has, uh, they are ready to admit that they are flawed and in certain ways. Uh, if that's a, a, a good sign, a good sign would be macam kalau dia mengaku yang dia ada flaw certain certain flaw uh, dan dia cuba untuk memperbaiki flaw dia. Uh, kalau dia sejenis yang um, tak bila kita point out kata you know you 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 have this and this flaw dia jenis oh, oh tapi blah 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 and they get defensive about their flaw then ooh, it, it gets icky and it gets macam weird and it gets uh, tak best uh, so and I wouldn't stick around a person who is like that for very long if a person is unable to say macam huh you think okay you okay this is a flaw that i have you you pointed out a flaw that I have. uh is it a flaw of mine hmm let me think about it does it affect other people negatively oh i guess it does oh i guess it is a flaw okay i'm sorry if i've ever hurt you in this way um i guess i should change my behavior lah kan um okay i'll i'll no longer or at least i'll try not to do that thing that you don't like anymore uh in order to make you feel more comfortable with me uh yeah so uh if if a person is like that and their relationship with their flaws is like that then i see that as great lah as wonderful as positive it's uh, a kind of quality that is a thing that i also aspire to macam if people are uncomfortable in the ways i wi- in the ways in which i carry myself in the world i try to take those things and concerns more very seriously, especially if the person is a person I care about. If the person is a person I care about and they say, please be better at this, 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 this. And I try my, you know, level best to own up to the things I do wrong and and perbaiki diri lah, I guess. And, and incorporate habits that are more conducive to a positive relationship with that person. Yeah, kalau dia jenis tak mau satu tak mau mengaku kata dia ada flaw pun and satu lagi uh, apatah lagi untuk mengubah dia punya perwatakan ataupun dia punya cara untuk accommodate you you know or even sort of see you halfway then you're going to have to reassess that relationship you know very hard and say macam okay this person couldn't be bothered <laughs> to even see the flaw that I pointed out is it worth staying uh, around with this person who you know tak tak mau put in an effort langsung yeah next question comes from call me mop macam mana nak buat podcast atau video podcast kita nampak lebih natural hmm itulah natural tu susah sikit because macam when you're in front of a camera or when a microphone is at your face, you have this uh, tendency into not performing. Macam because it's it's a performance setting. Macam bila ada camera kita, oh, macam oh, tiba-tiba kena perform. Atau ada camera, ada microphone kat mulut kita, oh, tiba-tiba kena perform ataupun kena um, membuat sesebuah persembahan. Saya rasa macam uh, untuk jadi lebih natural, kena as much as you can lupa kata ada kamera dekat situ ataupun lupa kata ada microphone dekat situ. It's harder for me to do it when I'm talking by myself because, you know, the, it's just me and this microphone and my smartphone where I'm reading everything off of. 
Uh, jadi it's very easy for me to remind it that oh that I'm t- I'm talking into a microphone and it I'm I'm addressing you know a couple people who might be listening to it out in the world on the internet. Um, it's it's a lot easier for me to forget that the microphone is there. Kalau ada uh, if I'm talking to uh, my wife especially and also to macam other people as well macam that episode that we did with uh, Mirza and Helmi or that episode that I did with Mozek and Farid because you know then you know it's very easy to just feel like I'm just having a conversation with them and uh, you know any kind of performance that I'm putting on it's all in the service of them you know performing for them and entertaining them the people who are there right in front of me and trying I'm trying to make them laugh or I'm trying to communicate with them in a way that allows them to understand me and me asking them questions in a way that I want them to help me understand where they're coming from or their perspectives um, I think yeah bila ada orang yang kita boleh be comfortable with and you know talk in a way that lama kelamaan Kamera ataupun microphone tiba-tiba jadi hilang dan kita just cakap macam seolah-olah tak direcord pun that's the best lah for me macam the conversations like that they're wonderful and they're wonderful to listen to and they're wonderful to you know be involved in as well uh, so I think that's how we do it um, cuma the mechanics of it saya tak tahu sangat lah Uh, next question Sulaiman Kamis asks what is your opinion with kekayaan betul ke kita boleh bahagia dengan kekayaan uh, ke kekayaan harta ni sesuatu yang boleh menyelesaikan banyak masalah masalah seperti um, kepada soalan-soalan yang kita ada setiap hari seperti nak makan apa sagi macam mana nak bayar sewa rumah macam mana nak bayar elektrik macam mana nak basuh baju macam mana nak Travel daripada point A ke point B And back to A or whatever Macam mana nak uh, You know Apa lagi Macam mana nak main instrument ni Bila kita tak ada instrument ni uh, Dan sebagainya Macam nak beli buku tu ke punya uh, stuff And uh, soalan-soalan ni ada wujud dan uh, I think semua orang memikirkan tentangnya Cuma bila kita ada harta ataupun kita ada kekayaan dari segi duit ataupun dari segi harta, uh, soalan-soalan tu senang dijawab. Uh, jadi macam, aku nak makan apa lagi? Oh, aku makan benda tu je. Because aku ada duit untuk bayar benda tu. Uh, bila kita tak ada, susah untuk kita jawab soalan tu. And jadi kita akan start dekat soalan-soalan tu. Macam, oh macam mana aku nak makan lagi? Oh, tak tahu, tak tahu, tak tahu, tak tahu. Uh, macam mana aku nak bayar sewa ni? Oh, tak tahu, tak tahu, tak tahu, tak tahu, tak tahu. Jadi jadi susah untuk menjalani sebuah kehidupan yang selesa macam tu. Um, Uh, betul kau boleh bahagia dengan kekayaan uh, Tak tahu Because you know definition kebahagiaan seorang tu Berbeza-beza Because selain daripada soalan-soalan yang basic macam tu Macam macam mana nak bayar bil kereta Macam mana nak bayar bil api apa semua Ada juga soalan-soalan yang lebih tinggi Macam uh, aku ni siapa sebenarnya di dalam <laughs> Soalan-soalan seperti Adakah aku seorang anak yang soleh ataupun adakah aku seorang suami yang baik uh, 
And jawapan-jawapan tu Tak boleh dijawab Dengan duit For the most part At least I don't think so uh, And jawapan-jawapan tu Diperlukan juga Untuk contribute kepada kita punya Kebahagiaan uh, And Jadi Dia boleh Kekayaan tu macam boleh Menjawab beberapa soalan Yang kita perlu jawab Dalam sehari-hari uh, Tapi only up to certain point Of course um, Saya rasa semua orang patut uh, disenangkan dia punya jalan ke arah menjawab soalan-soalan yang lebih basic seperti macam mana, macam mana aku nak dapat duit untuk you know beli baju supaya aku ada baju untuk pakai uh, dan ya yeah, soalan-soalan sebagainya aku nak minum apa lagi aku nak makan apa lagi uh, how do i feed my wife how do i feed my children how do i Make sure that my parents punya hospital bills uh, Akan dilangsaikan Dan sebagainya uh, Supaya kita semua dapat sama-sama Dan memikirkan soalan-soalan yang lebih susah untuk dijawab uh, Seperti Adakah aku sedang buat benda yang betul dalam hidup aku Adakah aku contribute enough to my community uh, Dan sebagainya How do you define happiness? I don't know man I don't know. I don't even know how to define happiness. Uh, sorry, Sulaiman Kamis. Tak boleh nak jawab soalan tu. Next question. How did you meet your lovely ever cool wife? Uh, several episodes dah kita jawab soalan ni. Saya akan bagi a brief version. Uh, saya tengok video lagu dia. Dia perform lagu... Um, Jerayawara orang berjaur dalam internet Ada seorang kawan dekat Facebook Share video tu Saya tengok Saya rasa macam Oh bestnya lagu ni Selepas tu saya tengok lagu-lagu lain dia Macam oh bestnya dia ni Dia ni mempandai gila buat lagu Macam level genius nak mampus So I wanted to Be a part of that person's life lah Because I thought she was so cool And uh, so uh, you know Smart Wonderful Talented And I wanted to be a part of her life somehow lah. Uh, kalau boleh sebagai kawan pun, sebagai kawan tak apalah. Uh, so I tweeted her video. Habang kat semua orang macam, yo, this person's very cool. Dia buat lagu-lagu yang best. But she replied that tweet and then we moved that conversation to the DMs and then we moved that conversation to Skype and then we moved that conversation to WhatsApp. And uh, we still exchange texts on WhatsApp every day now. That's That's how we did it. Next question La Mina Nina What is your opinion Pasal hijabis Masuk dalam Mosh pit hari tu I think I saw One video I don't know Where it was Tapi A, ma- uh, a, a metal song Was playing And uh, Mosh pit was happening And these two Hijabi ladies Were walking Through that Mosh pit um, Was it two or three? I don't remember. Uh, but they were, you know, uh, heads down. Sangat-sangat takut nampak uh, body language tu. Macam, oh, please don't kill us. Walking through that mosh pit. Trying to, hoping to get to the other side. And the other people were very macam, tak perasan pun kata dia wujud. So they were moshing their hearts out. And uh, for me, macam, satu, uh, the, the question that a lot of people have ialah macam, why... Were they crossing the mosh pit? Tak ada jalan lain nak lalu ke tempat where you wanted to go yang tak involve going through 
a very dangerous part of the audience, which was, you know, people swinging their arms and feet around. And it's very dangerous. Uh, if you're not prepared to go up against that danger, why did you go through that in the first place? Which is a valid question. Which I'm, uh, if you saw that there was a mosh pit there, go around it. That would be my advice. Mungkin apa yang saya jangkakan berlaku ialah mungkin they, they just found themselves in the middle of the mosh pit macam alamak tiba-tiba ada bulat ni dekat sini atau tiba-tiba jadi breakdown atau tiba-tiba mosh mosh macam alamak daripada no apa daripada mencau lari move away from it from the center of the mosh pit uh, for me macam the participants of the mosh pit should have been Uh, chivalrous enough uh, to say okay these three people obviously don't want to be here so let me and you know some of my friends help them go to where they want to go which is out of harm's way put people who are in harm's way out of harm's way and if you have the power to do that if you have the power to save someone from an uncomfortable situation do that man if you can Um, and I've been in mosh pits before and I've fallen in mosh pits before and people have been very kind and wonderful and as soon as I you know lose my balance the, there are people who are picking me up and say hey man and they'll be like thanks and they'll be like no problem and then some boom mosh um, I've been in situations where I help other people out because you know the people are like that and I've been in situations where there are people cabut kasut ke apa and then macam bagi balik and stuff like that so macam people are macam nak mosh you do it because it's fun and if you hurt people it's not fun anymore <laughs> you know and 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 if 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 hurting you know quote unquote hurting people is part of the fun then uh, uh, and if it's consensual if you, if you're going into that understanding that this could happen to you and it it's fine Then that's okay lah. But if you you're going into that situation uh, unprepared, or you don't want to be in that situation in the first place, you just find yourself in that situation. Other people uh, who are in a position to help, I think, should help. If I were in that mosh pit pada hari itu, I would like to think that I would see that these three people, oh, they don't want to be here, so I would want to help them get out of that situation as soon as possible so that you know they don't get hurt and we get to continue having fun without hurting other people uh, so that that's that's my thoughts on that and and and, and 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 I think that's that those are all the questions really uh, yeah that's it thank you everyone who asked the question for asking me a question And allowing me to talk for more than 50 minutes now by myself. Wonderful. Um, yeah. Uh, I will remind you that uh, we are playing Naib Johan Music Festival dekat uh, Oasis Damansara on the 3rd of August, Sabtu. And uh, you're all invited. Just uh, go to Naib Johan Music punya Instagram and uh, dekat bio tu ada satu link yang boleh di click please click that link and then 
you will be redirected to a place where you can buy the ticket lah. Uh, that's it. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. I look forward to Takahara Suiko returning uh, to the house <laughs> and, uh, and uh, seeing, being able to see her and uh, hug her would be very nice. Um, yeah, that's it. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Uh, be kind to other people. Love yourself. Uh, and uh, yeah, I love you. Thank you. And uh, peace out. Selamat Hari Raya. <laughs>